Welcome! You've arrived at Travel Banter with Tom and Angie. This is the podcast about two people young enough to love the adventure of travel and old enough to appreciate it. Hi, Angie. Hi, Tom. So, today I thought we would talk about a specific location that we experienced on our trip to Sicily a couple years ago, Mm -hmm. which was its own sort of adventure in actually getting there, which we'll get to, but really stands out as one of the biggest sort of blow blow your mind kind of I can't believe we're standing here kind of places that really almost no one knows about. Yeah. Yeah, it when we planned our trip to Sicily, we had some expectations around it and you have family in Sicily and that was going to be a big part of this adventure and we had heard about Sicily being just very authentic and beautiful. And so as I was researching Sicily and just kind of googling some things, I'm not sure how I landed upon it, but I landed upon a place called Scala de Turkey. And if you Google, Google Scala de Turkey, you'll see a beautiful image of just these beautiful white rocks jutting out over uh, the ocean. Is that the Ionian? The bluest blue of ocean. The bluest blue. Is it the Ionian? It's Mediterranean on that side of Sicily. And it was just a mind-blowing thing. And as I kept looking at this picture, something just drew me to it. And so I was looking where it was, and it happened to be along the route that we were taking on our trip to Sicily in the cities we were visiting, um, Palermo, Agrigento, um, Syracuse. It was right along the route we were taking. So I had an aha moment of, I see this in a picture. How awesome would it be to see this one rock on this planet that I see in this picture? And that kind of became a major goal of this trip for me. And luckily, we were able to make that happen. So just to orient everybody, so Scala di Turchi is S-C-A-L-A-D-I-T-U-R-C-H-I. And it looks like... Uh, white marble stair steps. It does. And the Turks, at some point in history, Sicily's been invaded or taken over by everybody in that <laughs> part of the world, but they would land their yeah. ships there and move Crawl up. people and yeah. stuff up those steps. So that's kind of how it got its name, based on my research, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, comment below if you think I'm wrong. <laughs> but um, so, so we were driving from Palermo to Agrigento. Yes. And this is a it's stop beautiful. on the way to um, Agrigento. It's just slightly west. Yes, I believe. Um, pretty close to the, it really probably 15, 20 minutes, assuming you if don't that, get lost. I think technically it's in the town of Real Monte, um, but yeah, just slightly outside of Agrigento. So driving in Italy and driving in Sicily in, in particular is its own episode and its own story. It's an adventure. <laughs> so it adds a level of... Um, Adrenaline, tension, excitement. (laughs) And so that is sort of the state we were in. We were depending on a GPS at the time. So we're getting, once you get out on the highway, it really is great. Driving in Italy is not a problem. In the cities and in the busier places, it can be all kinds of crazy. But out on the highway, it really is great. It's beautiful, it's easygoing, that kind of thing. And so as we're getting close to where I think we need to be going to get to Scala di Turkey, mm-hmm. and the GPS has no idea what that is, so yeah. we're essentially 
on, on maps. Yes, I, I downloaded a great map of Sicily that actually ended up coming up, coming in handy. But we were going between the GPS, which was speaking in a, an English accent, trying to pronounce Sicilian words, between that and the map. It, it was a bit of a challenge. So we ended up on dirt roads. The GPS would say, go this way, and it has you on the line you're supposed to be on. And this GPS would all of a sudden just start recalculating Redirect. the route. And all of a sudden, you're nowhere near where you have to be. And we were in dirt roads, in people's backyards. We were, <laughs> it, it was, and so there was a point as we were driving and feeling very lost where Angie said, I, I just said, forget it. Let's just forget this. Let's just go on to Agrigento. We don't need to do this. I was so frustrated. And I said, we're here. It's a once in a lifetime thing, maybe. What do we got to lose? We keep getting lost. We'll figure it out. Let's press on. Yeah. And I and talked you into just pressing on. You did. You said we'll take one street at a time, turn by turn, and we will get there. And sure enough. We got there. We so, got there. So we're driving down the coastal street near where this landmark happens to be. And there is a sign that says parking for Scholarly Turkey. And so we go up this narrow, hilly driveway to this pay parking lot. But it's out of season. So we're, we're off season. And so this lot is... It's closed! Closed. <laughs> so now I'm backing down this hilly little driveway thing, and I'm driving up and down trying to figure out where... In a park. little stick shift that you a have. A little, little stick shift. <laughs> and there's really not a lot of people around, and not a lot of cars. And there was a couple of other people that had just pulled off on the side of the road. And so... I, uh, while being a little concerned about the rental car and potential damage, I just found a little inlet on the side of the road and just pulled off. Yes. So that parking closed, part one. Then we're walking along the road to the sign that says Stairs to Scholarly Turkey, which happens to go through somebody's restaurant. restaurant. So they have built private stairs down to the beach, and when the restaurant's open, you can walk down for free, but they want traffic to go by their restaurant because obviously you'll get a, a glass of wine or a meal or whatever and you'll go down to the beach. Out of season, this restaurant is... Closed! Closed! So the stores <laughs> to the stairs are locked. So the only stairs down to the beach are locked and we're standing there. And so I just start walking down the road a little further because there's there's the building stop and it kind of opens up and it's hilly but there's a chain link fence mm -hmm. and so i'm looking at this fence and i'm like i think we can make it down there and you thought i thought i don't know maybe we're not supposed to because it's all blocked off is it trespassing what are we you know should we really do this should we really get in trouble in italy and so, once again, I said, what's the worst they can do? Tell us to go back. And so we went through an opening in this fence, and we start walking down a trail. And it was kind of obvious that other people had traversed this way to get around the restaurant stairs yes. at some point. So I was pretty confident that this was probably not the worst thing in the world to do. So we're walking down, and there's sand and rocks and kind of ice plant or whatever the natural vegetation is. And we're walking down this path, and, and we get down right to where you'd actually get to the beach, and there is a fenced-off gate, locked up. Yes, uh, another obstacle. And then I noticed, looking at the gate, 
because I was thinking going over, and then I looked, and it looked like there was kind of a dugout area uh, where where people had gone under. And so I looked at Angie, and you thought, that oh, should we really do this? But so we crawled under, under the, the chain link fence locked gate down by the beach, and then all of a sudden we were just there. Sure. And it was the most breathtaking sight in the world. We were maybe, what, uh, 300 yards from the actual Scala de Turkey? But it was one of those moments, again, like we talked about in Positano, that I actually started to, and I think about it now, I actually started to cry because I saw this just absolutely beautiful sight in front of us of these beautiful white, I don't know if it's limestone, it may, it may be limestone. It was very chalky. Very chalky, white, yeah. yeah. Uh, but it was such a beautiful sight and I just could not believe we were there. And again, we were there in off season, so there weren't, it wasn't completely crowded with people. And it was one of those moments of, I can't believe I'm here. It's kind of, I, for me, that's up in one of those top 10 moments of life. But to make it even better, besides just seeing it, we actually got to walk over it and walk up on the Scala. So when we come under the gate, we're actually standing on the beach, and, and the tide was out, so there was tide pools and stuff, and so we were walking. And so we're walking, and there's this big white stone facade thing down the beach a little bit. So we're kind of walking up to it, and it's getting grander and grander. But it's beautiful, sparkling blue Mediterranean, and... And normal kind of beachy stuff and then you get closer and closer and this white structure gets bigger and bigger and then yeah you just you start climbing up it and all of a sudden you're standing on it and your field division is the whitest whites and the, the bluest blue. blue the water was blue and the sky was blue I guess in the summertime this beach is very crowded and it's a popular summer vacation and people will jump off the rocks into the water, into the white rocks into the water and stuff and there's lots of videos on YouTube um, of that kind of stuff. But we had, um, there was very, less than a dozen people there yeah. and we were just kind of hanging out. And yeah, if you check out the Facebook page, I posted a note on it at Travel Banter on Facebook about why I decided to travel and the photo for that particular note is of me on the Scala. Tom took a photo of I'm on the Scala and then the Mediterranean is in the background. But I have to say that there's something really awesome about finding a place on the globe. A particular spot. For, for me it was a particular rock on this globe at a particular coordinate on this earth and finding our way to that and the obstacles that we faced getting there, the driving obstacles were, were insane. It was really kind of a very tense situation, but we pushed through it. We communicated well, even when we got frustrated, we took a step back, took a breath, and took it turn by turn, and we eventually got to that place, and it did not disappoint. And I will never, ever regret having taken that extra two hours out of that trip to go have a once-in-a-lifetime experience. So I thank you for that. I thank you for keeping me on that track, which I was almost ready to abandon. You're welcome, and thank you. That was not on my radar at all. I didn't know it existed. You found that. You brought that into our adventure, so I thank you for that. Yeah, and we actually, just on, on another note, on one of our tours on a different trip to Italy, when we were up in Florence, one of our tour guides 
actually brought up um, La Scala, and she had said something about, you have to see this beautiful point. It's these beautiful white rocks. Like, we've been there. We've been there. So. All right. So that's uh, one uh, vignette or anecdote about how the adventure of travel really can be just awe-inspiring. and um, can be life-changing. So... Um, thank you for joining us, and Angie, how can they find us? They can find us on Instagram, at Travel Banter, as well as checking out our Instagram TV account, which is also at Travel Banter, and on Facebook, at, at Travel Banter. Great. All right. Well, thanks, everybody, for listening, if anybody's listening, and uh, I love you. I love you, too.